Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. If you can guess what that alcohol is, off the top of your head, we will send you... I don't know. Something. <laughs> well, okay. Nobody's going to get that. Nobody's ever going to guess this. We are welcome to episode 193. Uh, yes. 193 of the Chris and Sam podcast. As always, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. And, uh, and cheers. Let's do the clink in front of the microphone. Yeah. There you go. This week, uh, we're hanging out in the podcast studio and uh, we are sponsored by Heineken, but not just any type of Heineken. What is this, Chris? This is Heineken Premium Lager, 0.0% alcohol. That's right, folks. Uh, alcohol-free beer. Uh, we're trialling it for some reason. What are we trying for? Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, sample's been sent to work and we've all got a bit to take home and see what it tastes like. It's actually not bad. It tastes just like Heineken. It does, eh? And apparently... So this is the first time we've seen it. Oh, here we go. It. On the back, it's got a little... On the front, it's got 0.0 and then an asterisk. On the back... 0.05? Less than 0.05 alcohol from the natural brewing process. Yeah. Okay. So if you did buy a dozen, you'd be like... If you drank a whole dozen, it'd still be nothing, really, right? 0.05 wouldn't really affect Uh, I don't know. Because it'd be 0.5 over a dozen. (laughs) Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, quite tasty. It, it's pretty good. Just as I'm I don't. Okay. I better get my uh, my notes out. Mm. So we're still uh, we're still getting over the cold. We've got the cough. Yeah, I feel so. pretty good, but um, which is good. Well, because I I went to the gym on as I told you, I went to the gym on Sunday and went. All right, I'm only going to manage half of this with this cough. Oh, you said that, and then I don't actually know what happened. I lasted eight minutes. I did two tracks, and I was coughing so hard I got dizzy and was going to fall over. And I was like, right. Going into the sauna. So, yeah, uh, that was the last time I went to the gym. It was on Sunday. I was supposed to go to the doctor's yesterday. didn't go because I was work- I ended up working like late. I've done too much working again, and I'm knackered. Um, so I had a nap this afternoon when I got home as well. So, anyway, that's my sad story. <laughs> <coughs> what I didn't tell you guys, what I didn't tell the listeners anyway, was the day I... Um, the day after I, I did my blood test, I went to the gym as per normal, but this was the first day I started to feel a bit sick. And uh, I was in the locker room, going to the shower, yep. carrying my towels, naked as you are when you go to the shower. And I hit the um, I, I hit the floor, yeah, totally covered in suds and stuff because the dumbass guy mopping the floor. Normally, the, there's, there's a new guy. Normally, he mops half the floor, and you walk on the not wet half. Feet go flying up in the air, and come cr- I come crashing down. Chris's amazing life flashes before his eyes. I <laughs> I have done a lot of break falling, uh, years of martial arts work and, and some stunt work, and I'm going. I no thought went through my mind. I got to say, but I have to say. I'm going to assume that that's what it is because I took all of the fall on my right forearm. Um, so I wasn't hurt anywhere else. Um, I, <laughs> I was a bit stiff and, and my forearm handled it quite well. I had a bit of nerve uh, issue uh, about a week later. You could feel, you know, because there's a, a hundred kgs basically crashing down on that. It was enough that everybody in the gym wanted to, uh, everybody in the changing rooms wanted to see if I was okay. And I'm like getting up 
peeling the mop strings off my leg. Um, uh, and yeah, like, you know, that yeah, sounds no, gross. I'm fine. I'm fine. Anyway, so I thought I'd share that experience because it's an amazing experience. Hey, last night I went to the Kids for Kids concert here at Claudelands. My daughter was singing in it. She's Sorry. done it three or four years in a row now, and this is the first year they decided to do all the schools at once in one big location as opposed to a couple of nights. I think there was like over a thousand people there. Sorry, a thousand kids singing. Wow. Anyway, oh, producers on, in the producers yeah, in the say studio. Hello. No, say hello. No, no, never wants. No, nah, never no, wants to do I'm it on uh, Q. So it was it was interesting because when we got there, the earlier on in the day, the teacher said rehearsal went really well. The kids are sitting on the right hand side, so yep. I'm sitting there and I don't know what my child's wearing. I forgot to ask, so I'm sitting there staring <laughs> at all these random kids. But I eventually spotted her. She was right in the middle, completely away from everyone else. But the really cool thing was. I had a feeling, uh, last time I went, I bumped into Phil Palmer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phil. And and this year, I thought, I'm going to bump into someone. I just had a feeling. And I'm sitting there at the back by myself, and there's all these people everywhere. And this guy walks past with his wife, and his name's Darren. And he's got a great beard at the moment. And I was like, oh, man, Darren. And I worked with him at my last workplace. I haven't seen him for about seven years. And we're the original people... Uh, at my old job doing that role that we did. It was just me and him originally. And that, that was like an inwards goods or... Warehousing. Uh, warehousing yeah. type. Yep, yep. And uh, we're the... We're the original people that know what it was like to work there and deal with a certain person. And he... We were talking about last night, like we were catching up about everything. And he said, yeah, when I tell people at my new job, they don't fully understand it and i said i know no one does uh but we lived through it and he left uh before me which is hilarious because i've heard <laughs> all these stories so i can imagine yeah so it was really good catching up with him um like his kids i think were like five and six or something when i and a little girl uh now they're 14 12 and 10 oh right 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 so, so yeah yeah because it's been a few years right uh but he's doing really well he's at WorkSafe. he's investigation <clears throat> investigator for WorkSafe. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, so both of you come so far. Mm. Well, it's quite different is what I mean. But yeah. Yeah, totally. So um, it was really cool. Uh, late night. So how did the um, how did your daughter do? Yeah, she was good. She seemed happy enough. It was real weird, though, because on stage, they're supposed to wear bright clothing, but she just had whatever on. And it looked like she had a light blue top on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, there she is, sweet ass. And then when I picked her up, it was white with black stripes. Oh, okay. And I was like, she was talking away, and she, I said, you didn't change your top, eh? She goes, no, no. I was like, oh, man, those lights made you look like light blue. She goes, ah. Oh. It took ages for her. Because the thing with this is you've got a thousand kids there, and they're trying to find their parents. So, like, when, <laughs> when there's a break, <laughs> you have to stand up and just keep waving your arms, hoping that they see you. Eventually, she did. And she's like, ah. <clears throat> oh, God. That's, that was good. That that's funny, just on its own. You, so you should have taken a video of that and the video of the cat smacking its head against it or trying to get through the glass uh, ranch slider. Cat not, flap, thing. not the cat flap next to it, just the ranch slider. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know yeah. what it's up to. Toffee's losing it. Uh, who's losing it? Also, Sir Billy. Really, Connolly. Really. Yeah, no, he, uh, there was a news story, uh, earlier this week. Um, yep. Tell me, tell his, me all his, about it, Chris. His Parkinson's was, um, playing out. Oh, you've got another story you've added to yeah, it. Yeah. Huh? Cause he's come out, uh, him and his wife said, Michael Parkinson's a daft old fart. Don't know what he's on about. Oh, really? Oh, that, oh so, okay. Let me say what I said. I say first, right? So I didn't realize that. So the, <laughs> I was really sad. It was a heart string tugging, uh, sort of story. Totally Mark was. And, 
Michael Parkinson, who is an old dude, um, said he bumped and uh, had dinner with Billy and he didn't feel like Billy knew who he was through the whole dinner and they've, sp- they've been friends for 50 years and rah, rah, rah. And it was terrible. And I love Billy Connolly. So I was like, oh, shit. Uh, so I thought I'd mention it. And you did some further research. So. Oh, no, no. A story came out that I read and then I saw your one. But like his wife said, he's a daft old fart, doesn't know what he's talking about. Billy's doing great and still funny as hell. And then he's, uh, Billy Connolly said, I'd recognise Parky if he was standing behind me in a diving suit. <laughs> okay, that's all right then. Well, that wasn't a bad the, story. The... <coughs> The TV producers who have been working with Billy Connolly even denied it as well. They said he's on top form, seems good, still sharp. Don't know what he's on about. Oh, my God. So you never quite there know. There you go. You just can't believe what you come across. That's right. So every you know, every time I mention And so when you're listening to the Chris and Sam podcast, make sure you pay attention to the Sam bits, not the Chris bits. That's, that's all I'm saying. Uh, oh, yep. Shit. Oh, but what about the Uber South of France? I didn't look that up. I okay. have no idea. I'm waiting for so, you to- Okay, so I thought this- uh, The story was so good, it was almost worth reading out, but I won't. Guys, couple get into a Uber South of France. Yeah, uh, I forget where exactly now. Doesn't and matter. The guys uh, driving them, watching the GPS uh, until the GPS got them to drive off the end of a pier. They drove. Hang into on, the so sea. oh, what? <laughs> so there's stories. There's been stories around of tourists doing it with GPS, and they take them up mountain tracks here in New Zealand. And they get stuck on top of a mountain. There's one where I think someone drove into a lake or something, some body of water. So this is a professional Uber driver. Or professional. professional. That's a, that's <laughs> Quote, unquote, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, guy. Um, but yeah, he's a professional. Well, he's no longer a professional Uber driver, as it turns out. So uh, yeah, he drove off the end of the pier. So the passenger says, oh, yeah, I'm with my, I think it was his girlfriend or something like that, in the back of an Uber. Yeah. We're chatting away. Next thing I know, we're falling and we're in the water. He managed to wind down the window, crawl out, pull both of them out. Oh, the lucky good man, good man. Because, yeah, it's quite difficult, I understand, to get out of a car when you... Yeah, can't say I've done that, but... No, um... I haven't either. I've watched um, Mythbusters oh, do right. it. Like, they did a lot of... Yep. Uh, it was really fascinating. It was a great episode if you ever get a chance. But anyway, so um, why it's hard and why it's easy and all the rest of it. So this guy, or well, how you make it easy. And this guy got them both out. Took them ashore. The police did breathalyze the um, Uber driver, but he was clear. He he wasn't he may on... have been drinking Heineken zero <laughs> percent. Heineken zero point zero percent. But um, no, there was nothing wrong with him. Um, the however, Heineken ha- oh, Heineken Heineken <laughs> Uber have <laughs> fine. I have uh, discontinued their relationship. Uh, so he's no longer an Uber driver. Um, the the interview with the uh, passenger was amusing in that he said it was all right, but we still got charged for it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um, Uber did refund the account, so they did refund oh, them, okay. you, and they hope- offered them uh, counselling for trauma and stuff like that. So no one yeah. wants that. You just want free credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was hilarious. Um, you know, it's just like. Oh, I, I'm never going to use Uber after listening to the dollar pill episode anyway. When I go down to Wellington this time, I won't be going to Uber. So I'm off to Wellington in two weeks' time uh, as a, yes. to do a negotiation course. Which I'm sure will go amazing. Uh, it should be good. I'll be coming back just going, yeah, I'm the man. Yeah. Out of the deal. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know the best people. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. And I had written down here. Um, <clears throat> this was a few days ago, which seems like a lifetime ago in Trump world right now. But it was like um, Trump was disappointed because the parades got cancelled. So the Washington state, I think it was, the, the, the state level government or whatever, said this is what it's going to cost to do the parade. It's so expensive. What's the parade for? Oh, no. So you don't know. No. He went to France about a year ago. Okay. And they had a military parade for, for the um, – what's the big French celebration every year? Libertaire, um, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Their, their free Liberation Parade yeah, or whatever yeah, it's called, yeah. yeah. So they, they've done it forever. They have this big pomp and ceremony. Apparently, it's really cool. And he was so impressed. He came back and he said, we're doing a military parade. Oh, now, right. a lot of Americans were not keen on this because it's like, yeah, Kim Jong-un – he does a parade. Because he's crazy. Yeah. All the dictators do, do a parade. parade. Yeah. America doesn't do parades. So he's like, no, we're doing a parade. It'll, it'll uh, make America great again. Of course. Um, of course. So there was a lot of things. Anyway, that he's going ahead with the parade. And then early this week or last week, he, he had to admit, we're not going to have a parade. Washington inflated the costs, in his words, because oh. um, it costs way more than we expected. So I'm going back to France to watch the parade again. <laughs> so he's going to France so he can watch a parade again. We're not going to have one this year in, in, in the States. And I thought that was amusing. That was, of course, before uh, Trump got named an unindicted co-conspirator this week. Um, and the... Because what's-his-face got guilty, eh? Yeah. So... Um, Michael Cohen pled guilty oh. um, to five counts, I think it is. And the last two counts, he na- he named uh, the candidate he was helping, which was Donald Trump. Um, as he ha- he said, I I did illegal campaign contributions at the direction of Donald Trump. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, that that wasn't good um, in terms of Trump thing and uh i've just heard just now that um david peck has flipped on him as well and oh trump did this long interview 20 minute interview and fox haven't re- watched the whole thing but one of the things that got me and it just it, it actually makes me angry right so this is the thing he goes he says sessions so you know attorney general jeff sessions Okay. Was it, uh, one of the first people to support him when he was going for the pro- pro- uh, presidential campaign. All oh, right. right. Okay. Um, he helped him with the campaign all the way through. And so Donald Trump made him attorney general, right? So he's got a legal background. He's attorney general. When they did the um, investigation, the Mueller investigation into campaign irregularities and collusion with um, – with uh, Russia, Russia, yeah, uh, they said right. Attorney General Jeff Sessions didn't say initially. Actually, it took a while. He got a bit of flack first, but he goes, "I'm going to recuse recuse myself because I'm it's a conflict of interest." Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Right. So, and Trump's been unhappy about this ever since. He's like, so in this interview, he said again. This is what got me though. He said. He refused himself. I can't believe what sort of a man does that. Even my biggest enemies say, you you got screwed by Jeff Sessions. He should have told you before you gave him the job, he was going to recuse himself. Then you could have given the job to somebody else. Right? Okay. And then he's in the same breath like he goes, (gasps) and then he says to the interviewer, you know, he was in the campaign. 
He helps with the campaign. He was there from the beginning. And I'm just slapping my forehead going, of course he is. That's why he recused himself, because he's in the campaign. That's the whole point. You senile old fart. Like, <laughs> like that is why he recused himself. So anyway, um, yeah, Trump world's um, blowing up right now, and it's been crazy. But, you know, you got to be. are you following politics in other places in the country, in the world, Chris? I've been listening to a bit of, well, Venezuela's pretty bad. No, no one cares about that. Um, Malcolm Turnbull's out, and Australia's new Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, some unknown dude. Uh, That just happened. But it's Australia. Do they even have politics? They just hot swap their presidents, don't they? They're just like, unplug him, plug him in. No, no. In fact, the more I've heard more news about the Aussie um, Wallabies coach. Than I have about their politicians changing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what news you read. Then it makes me wonder. Yeah, no, his uh, Malcolm Turnbull's uh, party turned against him, and um, Claire Curran just got kicked out of um, cabinet. So she's been booting. Claire Curran, the MP. Oh, yeah. is she one of those crazy racist? No, sorry, MPs? she's she's New Zealand Labour. Oh right. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, okay, she, I've never heard she, of her. Okay, she looks after all the digital stuff. Like, if we needed help with something, she'd be the one to talk to. Oh, really? Okay. Look so at him go. She, why'd she get cut out, kicked out? Uh, the first time, the first time she got in trouble was she didn't note down a meeting she had with um, Carol Hirschfeld, and she didn't tell her um, PRP, PR, the people she works with admin whatever and she's done it again and she said oh, i just completely forgot and because you don't note down where you are and who you're talking to it's like frowned upon so anyway she's prime minister's booted her out that's hilarious <clears throat> when you go that's the standard we hold our politicians to uh hey america check this shit out have you heard of the nevis catapult no i was about to google it and then i thought no i'm not going to do that you can explain it to me yeah so um nevis Playground, I think they call it. It's a Nevis Valley in the South Island. It's where AJ Hackett do their big swing. Okay. And uh, the thing, this new one is called the Nevis Catapult. And they, you're strapped up like a, because it's a bungee, basically. You're strapped up, and you're on the uh, height, uh, high wall of the um, uh, canyon. canyon or valley. Yeah. It's valley because you're not, it's not straight down. It's, yeah, yeah. And you're high up here, and th- they strap you up, and your feet are, so you started in a, a Superman pose, hanging. Okay, yeah. Right? So you're yep. hanging um, horizontally. Your feet are held, it looked like by a magnet. Yeah. Um, and you've got the bungee thing ahead of you, and the track goes out and stretches the bungee. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, okay. then they switch the switch yeah. or whatever. The magnet behind you drops your feet, and the thing goes. And you go, you take off at 3.5 Gs, I think it is, shooting laterally outwards out the and valley. And then you eventually drop. And you, then you drop. Draw like a swing. You, yeah, uh, yeah, and it sort of bounces <laughs> down and stuff. But it's the initial um, bang that's the thrill. It Far looks out. like insane. It looks amazing. It sounds insane. Yeah, it's only just been launched this month. Um, yep. And like uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. And uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, there'd be a, f- a bunch of YouTube videos about it now. Yes. Um, but yeah, it looks, I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I was never that keen on doing the bungee jump. Maybe I'm just older and I'm. Yeah, I'm going to die soon anyway. I'll give it a go. Oh, so, oh. There's a positive thought there. <laughs> um, so I want to. I want to try this. I don't know how much it costs. I didn't look at that. It's probably 
bloody expensive, but you'd only do it once, right? Let me just get this right. If you had the money and that was not a concern, you'd do this never bungee thing, catapult. Yep. Okay, good to know. Uh, that might be in the plan of the Chris and Sam podcast in the near future. <laughs> uh, okay. He, right. he, we have to hold him to it. Um, you know, what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be cool. Strap a GoPro, but like in, onto your face. I bet they do that with the I'm arm sure, or something. I'm sure you can. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's cool. Uh, that's Nevis uh, Catapult. Yeah, Big Bang Bear Theory. They're talking about that. That's wrapping up. Yep. Uh, next year, isn't it? Early next year, uh, 2019. Yeah, they, they want to do 12 seasons and then wrap it up. But yeah. hey, they're getting paid a million dollars an episode. What they can't they afford to keep. Yeah, they can't afford to keep it going. Oh no, 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 no. They, they, they the, apparently the cast have said that they sort of couldn't envisage it going past that. But um, the spin-off show, which uh, the guy that plays Sheldon, Jim, Jim Parsons, Parsons, yeah, he's. The, I didn't realize he was the producer of, as well as the voice of Little Sheldon. Oh, I which is don't this, know anything is, about Little Sheldon. Is it a cartoon? No, it's they've got a little kid, and it's him. Oh. It's sort of like the Wonder Years, so he's doing the voiceover and saying, yeah, this is when I, I learned all this. Years, so. um, oh, okay. But that, that's the second highest watched show after the Big Bang Theory. Oh, wow. So they're just banking it. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> true. Because um, um, I used to love the Big Bang Theory, and I must have, not as much as, obviously, our old flatmate, old Tash, went on and on about it all the time. Uh, I haven't time. seen probably the last three or four seasons, because yeah, after a while it just, I was just like, it's weird because you can actually find some really good articles talking about how bad it is due to just everything in general. Like half the time they're bullying one character, and then the rest of the time they're yeah, doing something else. Um, yeah, I've. It just when makes I you heard think about, about it because I've been listening to the BBC, which is where I get a lot of my stories now. Um, BBC Global Podcast, um, and so it's good to get news that's not all focused on Trump. <laughs> and they interview a couple of. Uh, people like fans but, oh, yeah, but some yeah. of them were pro and some of them were like yeah. it's about time it's, it's lasted you know five years too long or eight years too yeah, long or yeah, whatever yeah. i was like yeah okay all right fair enough it's polarizing polarizing is always good though right i think so all right so um apparently alibaba chris's favorite shopping destination <laughs> is uh doing a big push into australia yeah huge huge by the looks of it and they're doing a lot of really smart stuff they're trying to get physical and <coughs> Um, electronic together. They are in China. So you'd go into an Alibaba store and you can feel the thing and then you can order it on your app and it'll be home by the time you get home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and But, yeah, it, it, that, it looks like they're going uh, quite a way towards getting things done. And How much Australia's of this article did you read? Just wondering. I did read it all, but it's a while ago and I'm like, I don't really care anymore. Because their, their big push is to get the Australian producers and shops to get the goods into China and not go after the consumer in Australia. The consumer in I Australia... Really like that. No, no, it says at the bottom that's exactly what it is. Oh, okay. But they said the consumer thing's just a byproduct because their biggest push, and if you read any reviews on AliExpress, their biggest push is to get into Russia and... Um, yeah, Russia's a huge market for them, eh? Yeah, because Amazon doesn't push into that area. Yeah. And they don't want to go up against Amazon. But it was interesting. They've partnered with, like... I don't know where it was. I assume China or something. They're partnered with Ford. and the Oh, yeah, that um, vending machine, car vending well, machine. Well, it's one thing. of those uh, automatic car parking machines, and you pick a car to test drive, and it brings it down for you. Yeah. And then you drive it, and then you'll be like, yeah, I do want this car, and just, you know, 
pay with the whatever their random currency thing is they use. Let's see that there. No, no, no. They've got their own in... Oh, in-house. Uh, in-house. Alibaba currency. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, got a stupid yeah. name. but remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting, but I got home today to a... Uh, hang on, hang on. No, hang on, hang on. Cornucopia. Hang on. Cornucopia. 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 Before you carry on with that story, let's just... I'll do a wrap-up of yesterday's story. Oh, hey, what? So a big package turns up from China, and and it's all it's quite big, and it's all bubble wrapped. And I really should have filmed it. <laughs> and it says, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it says description, <laughs> vegetable and gardening tool or something. And Chris is like, what's this? So the thing is with Chris, he never remembers what he brought. It's always Christmas for him. He doesn't know what he's getting. And when, when he decided to be healthy, I don't know when that was or if that's actually happened, he decided to get a vegetable spiralizer. Google it. Vegetable spiralizer. Uh, you know, you put on something and turn a handle and it turns it into a spiral. He opens it, looks at it, and I think his exact words were, ah... Don't really know why I brought this. In the cupboard it goes. <laughs> in the back of the cupboard. I didn't even pretend to put it in the front of the cupboard. I moved shit out that I used and put it in the back of the cupboard and closed the cupboard. I will use it. It will get used in the next couple of weeks. But I just Money well feel. spent. Uh, so you just think about it. There's a piece of plastic uh, contraption with all this stuff. It's Handle been, it's been made. Knives. It's been made in China probably using fossil fuels and pollution it's gone on a plane a boat everything to get here to new zealand and then it's been banished to the cupboard but today gosh you make me feel bad but today uh chris had three packages turn up from china yes yes i did you were quite impressed with the flat cat cable yeah i wasn't expecting a flat cat cable i didn't read that it was flat i was just after cable so i was just like oh yeah it's pretty long so i'm looking at um wiring my computer directly to the modem that's right drilling holes on the roof Ceiling. Yes. yes. Be that great. should be uh, interesting. Yeah. I'm not in a great hurry to do that. Uh, and I'm more worried that if there's a hole in the roof, the cockroaches will come out. Because at the moment, they live behind the light switches. Yeah, true. Like, I've, I've got a video of that. I've shown you the video, eh? I think so. a cockroach halfway out of the light switch stuck. And it's like... Two, ed- two, two feet, or well, a foot from my head because it's above my bed. Yeah. And I was like, because oh, it woke me up. I'm like, what's that sound? What's that scratching sound? Yeah, no, there is. There is a- I turned the light on. I'm like, ugh. And I videotaped it for a bit. Because we've got these giant, appalling. giant old 70s light switches, and they're like, the switch itself is like 50 millimeters by 70 millimeters, like big square things. And when you press them, I've got one in my room, it's always crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then the one that I'm talking about, actually the switch fell off, so it had the guts of the uh, switch, so it had a hole for the thing to come through. Anyway, um, yeah, so what did I get? I got that cat thing. I got um, I got a pair of uh, steel, steel cat boots, which I'm quite pleased with. They are a little tight. They do look a little, a little Chinese-sized. They do look... I mean, Chris has a great, great history of buying... Oh, where's that little bag? Oh, God. I that little tiny... Actually, I thought it did bring it down here. I thought it was hanging up all there. all this stuff here is stuff that I'm supposed to be selling on trade. Oh, that's stuff that I'm slowly to. moving out of the way because I have to put that grow box thing there. Oh, right. In, the, so in a month or so. That I'm supposed to sell on trade me. Those I'm supposed to sell on trade me. Um, 
I had hid them into the um, dungeon, but when we got an occupant from the dungeon, I had to. Move well, them actually, out. we've lost a flatmate. He's decided to go back to Auckland to follow his dream of we don't oh, know he what. He may be coming back to Hamilton though. What? Uh, yeah, okay. that's pretty much what I said. I'm okay, like, we'll talk about that he later. He didn't say he was coming back here. Uh, I reckon he's hooking up with that chick again. Um, and then Xavier, who's in the dungeons, moving this weekend into a normal room with an actual window. So yeah, that's yeah. good for him because he probably needs the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that you got was some sort of the uh yeah phone yeah, thing what do they call them google cardboard the yeah put your phone in your yeah headset. it's got earphones Bluetooth. i haven't seen one with headphones i oh, have uh, here we go random text message the person are they coming or are they outside uh some sorry i've been called back into work can i come tomorrow after 2m is that after... What's 2M? Is that near 3D? I'm assuming that's PM. Anyway, someone from uh, FreeCycle was supposed to come pick up a set of drawers. Um, yeah, no worries. Anyway, that's sorted. So Chris you, has got... No worries. Thanks for letting me know. Sam was spitting about this before the podcast. He's like, the guy hasn't turned up. He's going to turn up while we're doing the podcast. We're going to have to stop that's right. the podcast. That's right. go, <laughs> well, it's been a long time. I've had to stuff around with anyone picking up stuff. I've been quite lucky. Everyone else has turned up on time exactly when they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. But sure. that's all right. Um, so he's got this VR thing with headphones built into the side of it. Yeah, um, which might end up living on the shelf where the um, drone is that has been used that one time when I first got it. Uh, actually, we should fly that on the 0.0% bear in a minute. <laughs> see how that goes. See if this has helped us. Actually, this brings us to the end of the podcast. I don't know. What- if you're at a pub and everybody else is getting a beer and you don't want a beer and you're used to drinking beer... Get one of these. Yeah, I'm I mean, serious. Uh, like, because that's right. You feel like you're having a beer. No, you, you can do. do you the do the social thing. You it do. tastes right. Yeah, I'm uh, just. I just don't like the taste of beer. So yeah, well, if you're not a beer drinker, then you know you're not going to be. But if you normally are, I think it's a good idea, and that's the reason I think we'll be selling them through Gilmore's. Uh, that's Gilmore's in Tarapa, <laughs> Gilmore's Hamilton. Um, what else did I want to say before we wrap up? Uh, TEDx is looming. So uh, by the time this is published, it's the coming weekend. Um, so if you haven't got a ticket uh, and you happen to be in or around Hamilton, uh, come along. It's a great day. If you get the VIP tickets, you can party with us that night. Uh, it's a Sunday, the 2nd of September. Um, and if you are not in Hamilton, if you're not even in New Zealand... We will be live streaming it on the internet for free. Go to TEDx Ruakura. That's TEDx R-U-A-K-U-R-A dot com. And there should be a button there um, that says uh, live stream. Otherwise, it's Ruakura, TEDx Ruakura dot com forward slash live, I believe. And you'll be able to see me. I'll be emceeing it. We've got uh, 10 great Don't let that put you off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, hopefully I won't be coughing all the way through. Uh, yeah, you just have to run, I don't know, yeah. I'm not on stage for long periods of time, I'm just introducing people and going off. That's good. Make sure to check out the com for all the show notes, all the other bits and pieces, and we will see you next week with another amazing episode, I'm sure. Yeah, as we continue our march to episode 200. Yeah, still boggling me, still blow my mind. Anyway, with that amazing thing, we'll see you next week. Make sure to share with your friend. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.